Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of That's So Neat. I'm your host Neetu and today our neat topic of discussion is dating red flags. Because you know your girl's been out here playing the game of capture the flag instead of avoiding the red flags and I've caught all these red flags. So I thought I would share my knowledge for you guys who may be navigating this dating world that we live in right now and so you avoid the mistakes that I made basically. So um, before I start the podcast, I just want to say this is an opinion-based podcast. All opinions, thoughts, and views expressed today are of my own and do not represent the opinions of any entity whatsoever with which I have been, am now, or will be affiliated with in the future. So without further ado, let's jump into these red flags. Oh, shout out to whoever um, put this in my anon form and gave me this idea to do this because this is a beautiful um, topic just because I think I have the funniest um, stories when it comes to some of this stuff. So we'll go over um, kind of 10 red flags or the top 10 that I've um, gathered through my journeys in this dating world that we live in. Uh, But the first one I want to talk about is breadcrumbing. So basically breadcrumbing is the act of stringing someone along. Basically what it is. Now we have terms for everything. So this is called breadcrumbing. Um, So you either like get like, what if you get like teasing texts from the person or, um, and they keep saying that, oh, like we should go on a date, we should go on a date. And then they back out over and over and over again you're basically being fed like these figurative breadcrumbs um like just because they're not they're not being direct about it right you're either in or you're out but they keep like giving you all this like hope that it's gonna happen only to pull away so basically they're breadcrumbing you because they're giving you just enough for you to be hooked and then taking it away (laughs) I was talking to one of my friends actually and she's going through um, a situation that's kind of similar where it's just like she's talking to this guy and he had set up like a date to go and like go to the dog park or something and then he would um, text her the day of or the day before and just be like oh I think maybe you want to relax a little bit before we meet how about we push the time and he kept doing it so I told her I was like sis listen from experience you need to can this man. Like he does not need to be around. So again, breadcrumbing is one of the biggest forms I feel now is like when you give just enough to get someone hooked and then keep like, you know, backing out of plans or not making actual real plans. That is a red flag. So please toss that man or woman away. You don't need them. Um, the next thing is gaslighting. Oh, gaslighting. So gaslighting, for anybody that doesn't know what it is, is that it's just a form of like sustained psychological manipulation that causes the victim to question or doubt their sanity, judgment, and memories. Um, it's basically emotional abuse. So basically the tactic of one partner who uses it is to exert power over or gain control over or inflict emotional damage on the other. So 
it's just such a malicious form of emotional abuse that sometimes when you're in there, you don't even know that it's happening to you. So one of the biggest warning signs of this is if your partner challenges your perception of situations of yourself, of your thoughts, of your feelings, or of their behavior. So a big warning is if it's like a persistent sense that what you saw is something you didn't really see um, or what you felt you didn't really feel. So like, say, for example, you say, you know what, when you did this, that made me feel like this. And they put it back on you of like, no, no, you only feel like this because of X, Y, Z. That is a sign of being gaslit. So um, it's so hard because when you're in there, you don't even really know what's happening they'll do things like making you feel insecure by breaking you down so um they'll say things like oh like no this is your fault or this is your insecurity that's why you're doing it so a good thing to ask yourself in these situations is is this person saying things that are designed to like make me feel bad like is this like actual constructive criticism or is this the making me feel like shit about myself basically so um when you're in that situation it's hard not to think that you're like you're in the right it's hard it's easier to think that you're kind of the fucked up one in that situation or you did something wrong in that situation but that's not what it is um it's just that they're making you feel that way through their emotions and it's actually like more of a complicated term and i'll actually leave a resource i read um i listened to this really good podcast that was recommended by my friend tiffany um about what signs of um like these narcissistic partners are and gaslighting is one of the big ones so um i'll leave a link to that in the description but it's like a quick 15 minute podcast that i totally recommend everybody listening to or everybody who's dating right now to listen to because she spit some knowledge if i had listened to that before starting to date i would have been saved a lot of heartache let's just say that (laughs) The most common one I think that especially females tend to get pulled into is love bombing, okay? Let's get it straight. It's always good to know that your partner loves you, appreciates you, is interested in you. Um, However, when that gets a little bit too much, it's a bit problematic, let's just say that. So if they can't stop telling you like how perfect you are or how much they love you and they put you on this pedestal right in the beginning, like I'm saying like within the first three, four weeks, like if you didn't know this buddy for a long time or this lady, I keep saying buddy, but it could be a lady too. If you didn't know this individual for a long time and all of a sudden they're obsessed about you, can't stop thinking about, oh, your hair is beautiful and you're just gorgeous. You're the most beautiful girl. I know I'm in love with you. I want to marry you within a short time of knowing you. If you haven't already had this conversation for like, okay, we're dating to get married or whatever it may be. If if they can't stop putting you on this pedestal and telling you how perfect you are, they don't really see who you are, okay? They don't see you as a person. You're just a projection of some perfect idea that they have in their head. And when you shatter those expectations by being normal, flawed, and like just a human, they're like, 
pissed. They're like, what do you mean you don't live up to this expectation? And it's like, they're very obsessed with you. And it's really, really creepy because they set these projections or ideas that you have to mold to be that way. And then they're going to try to like manipulate you to become that person. So yes, in the forefront, it seems like it's harmless and that this person is really into you. However, in the long term, this person is just manipulating you in a different way matter in gaslighting it's different because they're taking your feelings and making you feel invaluable in this one it's a different form of manipulation because they make you feel like you are the end all and be all and then they treat you like shit we ain't here for that we ain't here for that another thing to be very mindful of is a slow fade okay slow fade is different than ghosting Ghosting is when like the person just dies and turns into a ghost. You know, you don't know where that person went. You were talking every single day and then they just disappeared. Poof, just like a ghost. Um, but slow fading is actually worse than that. And it basically is like a gradual exit from a relationship while tease like teasing it out for a long, painful process. So it's like breadcrumbing, but towards the tail end of the fling, which is something nobody wants to go through because it's almost like you think that it's going really well. And now this person starts like pulling away rather than having a conversation with you. Um, so when it happens to you, it's like heart shattering. Um, the other person is likely just really immature or non-confrontational to make their feelings like even remotely clear. So you can ask them directly, but they'll probably hide. And, okay, and the reason I say this is because I've experienced it. And it's, um, I think I kind of mentioned it in my dating podcast where I was talking to Randeep and there was this guy in Edmonton that I was talking to and uh it was going really well like you know things were great i thought at least and we had been talking for like five months it was something really long like that and i remember i went to edmonton to go visit and i wanted you know more of an answer of like what's going on like where do you s-? i'm pretty sure like, okay it's one thing if you bring up this conversation within like two weeks of talking to somebody but it's another thing if it's after five months like girls you're allowed to ask this question so like where do you see this going like you know i'm looking for something a bit more long term when i tell you this bandha didn't know where to go like if he could hide like underneath the car at that point he totally would have so he got became really anxious and was like i don't know where it's going i don't know where it's going and then after that luckily that gave me an indication of okay i'm pretty sure that this guy is like gonna ghost me or just like try to like not talk to me because he did say that he's like oh i just ghost people that's just what i do because i don't like to have the conversation so anyways he slowly exited my life but i'm kind of happy that he slowly exited my life i kind of wish that it was a faster exit to be very honest for my own sanity but um he did exit but again it is it is a terrible feeling because it brings up a lot of anxiety of like okay why is this person not replying to me why are things changing like it's it's not a fun situation but girls guys if you're going through this it's not you it's them the famous line screw them let them go do what they're doing that's up to them but yeah um the slow fade is another uh really big red flag and then they come back but then you say no bro sorry you missed your chance not again another huge red flag is um when you find yourself in a power struggle and you find that this person starts withholding things from you for power so um 
this can come in so many forms so we were actually talking about this and in relationships for guys and girls sometimes it i'm gonna i'm gonna like maybe ruffle some feathers here but for women we will withhold things like sex or we will withhold things that no we know will give us an upper hand this is gonna be so controversial so please don't come for me you guys but like withholding anything and for guys it can be vice versa where we'll see a lot of abusive relationships where guys will withhold um money or they will withhold items or belongings and some cases i hate to say children are used as well where you're withholding these things if you see somebody's withholding something from you in the beginning of a relationship whether that's their time or their um or it's something that like they're trying to exert their power over you by taking it away. This is a huge red flag. This just shows that it can get progressively worse. Like I just mentioned, when if you end up with this person or get married to this person, this can get to one of those cases where they start withholding um, your time from your children or they start withholding things that are important to you um, for that power to gain access or power. So whenever you feel that there's like a huge power struggle um, between you and the individual that you're seeing, back out, man, because that's that's showing that that person is a very like... Um, manipulative type human so basically if anything feels i hope from like all of this you're understanding that if it feels in any way that you're being manipulated and it's not feeling good to you that's more than enough of a red sign or a red flag for you to walk the other way please do and another thing is that they try like or another red flag i should say is that they try to um, create differences between your and your personal relationships that you already have that aren't existing. So say, for example, you have a very good relationship with your best friend or your siblings, and this person comes in and tries to make you see that person as like, oh, maybe they're jealous of you. Or I think your friends are jealous of you. That's why they don't want me around. And you feel yourself distancing yourself from your friends because this person is putting negative thoughts about your friends in your head that is a huge red flag because what they're trying to actually do is to take you away um from your friends because then you're gonna have nowhere to go all your your security blankets like gone they're almost unwinding it and so when you go to fall you have no one so you're almost emotionally attached to this person now because they're all they have so through that they use that um as their way to manipulate you back into their life it's so funny as i'm saying all this you guys are probably thinking like oh fuck me do you have some crazy stories and these are not just all mine this is stuff that i gathered had a conversation with someone this morning or earlier today and was just like what are some red flags that you say so these are like um mixed red flags bag not just me but I have had some pretty crazy experiences um and it's one of those things of like when you're in the situation it is really hard to figure out whether it's a good relationship or it's not a good relationship and one thing I've learned I think throughout the years or just something that I wish I could tell my younger self or anybody who's going through this experience right now is the most important relationship is the relationship with yourself I feel like um, red flags are more easily ignored when you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want. 
Um, I think the biggest thing for that is when you jump into a relationship or you're going through a relationship, something I do now is I have a book or I have a piece of paper and I write all the pros and I write all the cons or things that I think, okay, you know what? This is a little bit trickier. This is a red flag. Um, I also make sure I like, I'm like, keeping in check with myself. How am I feeling in the relationship? Am I feeling like I'm valued? Have I ever guessed, like second guessed myself? Have I ever felt that I can't approach this person to talk to them about something? I always do check-ins with myself because my relationship with myself through a lot of work, through a lot and a lot of work and being more self-aware, being more self-reliant, um, being a bit more independent of like, I know when things don't sit well with me. And that's something that I did not know when I first started dating. When I first started dating, I was very insecure. Um, I didn't have a sense of self. I was overweight. I didn't feel good about myself. I wasn't in the best emotional state. Um, I went through so much like bullying and all this kind of stuff. So for me, my relationships or understanding of what a healthy relationship would look like was very, it was very like, it was messed up. Like it wasn't there. And the reason that was because I never really had like a good relationship with myself. I was always insecure about myself. I didn't know what my purpose was. And so I feel like the one thing I want to say to most people is, I know we always say, um, you have to form a relationship with yourself. You really have to know what it is that you value. And then you need to start looking for that within other people. Another thing that I wish I could tell myself for that is like when I was in these situations, I would always find myself thinking that I could change the other person. I hate to break it to you. No one can change anyone. People are as who they are. They show up and that's how you need to take those people at face value. You can't think that you're going to change another person's behavior. And I blame Bollywood for that shit because I would watch Hindi movies and like the good girl would fall in love with the bad guy and then he would change his ways because he wanted to be with the good girl and she would. So that's all Bollywood. So leave it to Bollywood because it's not going to happen in real life. And I think that's a tough pill for me to swallow and it's taken me a while to understand that. But I feel like what I urge everyone to do before jumping in, and even if you're in a relationship now, is really to develop a sense of self. What is it that fulfills you? What is it that you want? What is it that is a non-negotiable for you? So now how I've started approaching dating or even these red flags of like, I know sometimes I can put rose uh, colored glasses, as they like to say, where I think everything's just beautiful when I'm in the situation and I don't analyze it. But one thing that I've done is like, if it feels wrong to me, um, I need to make sure I listen to that. Another thing is that I have a list of non-negotiables. There are certain things that I need from a relationship. And if the other person does not have it, or if they are doing... Um, the opposite of what I have set out as a clear boundary, I walk away. There's no negotiating that. There are things in a relationship where you can negotiate and compromise is very important in relationships. However, you need to know to your core values of things that you will not tolerate or things that you will not budge on. And when you become more clear about that, that's when you'll notice that you're 
better at identifying things that don't feel right or you're better at um, fighting off those red flags and seeing those red flags for what they are rather than just picking them up and putting them in a bag and having this trash of red flags and a trash of a partner (laughs) the same token kind of thing so you really need to have a good relationship with yourself um and I think that's what's helped me um, kind of persevere some through some of these really, really crazy situations. Um, I think one of the biggest um, things is just like, and then again, like listening to your gut, listen to your gut, your gut never lies. Um, that's something that I often go back of like, there's always been situations where there's something in my intuition telling me that this, this situation may not be right for me. But I think it was because I didn't even know my own core values or what I really wanted. That was easy for me to brush that off. So this is some of the main red flags I think that you all should be watching out for. There's obviously tons and tons more out there. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it'd be fun. I saw this. Um, so again, thanks to whoever recommended this uh, topic. I thought it was really fun to do, to sit down and look through the big uh, red flags that I've collected that are hopefully going in the trash soon. Um, I never want to look at those ever <laughs> But just things that you can watch out for. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm going to end this week's episode. I hope you guys are having a great week thus far and you had a good Thanksgiving. Until next time, me signing out. Bye.